All righty. With all the spammers and scammers out there in the psychic world, we need to talk about it. Oh my gosh, it is so crazy. You probably have seen not just my profile getting all these fake profiles made about them, people pretending to be them. And then maybe you even think that one of them is a good psychic. Maybe you go ahead and even book them and they leave you hanging. Or maybe after the reading, you're not feeling very good. So I've actually broken down this podcast into three categories, which is going to be things to like look out for and to do kind of like a checklist, if you will, before the reading, during the reading, and also why psychics are wrong. So we need to talk about that a little bit. And then also places to look for psychics other than Google. So even if you're not really looking to get like a psychic reading or a mediumship reading and those kinds of things, this can also be very beneficial to you if you are opening up to your own gifts. And this can really just provide you a little bit of insight. Or maybe it's not you, but someone you know that's interested in a reading and they don't know where to start. Or maybe this, you're just kind of curious about this entire world. I just felt guided that I needed to share with you some of these things. And as you can probably guess from what I'm saying, you don't have to come to me. You go to whoever you feel drawn to, but I'm going to give you some tips and tricks so that you can really find the best person to give you the messages that are waiting from your spirit guides, past loved ones, and angels. Okay, so you know what? We're just going to get right into it first, all right? So we're going to start with before the reading. This one I actually didn't have written down, but I need to say it. So the first thing is if you are either looking to get a reading or give a reading, the first thing you need to determine is psychic or mediumship. So psychic is things of this world. Mediumship is talking to the other side. So if you are someone who doesn't communicate with the other side, then you're not going to advertise yourself as a medium. And so very rarely will you get a psychic who will also do a mediumship at the same time, who is not basically known that they're going to do it. So basically most psychics, they will tell you to either choose psychic or mediumship before the reading. And so a lot of times during the reading, they won't turn and they won't go psychic or they won't go mediumship or whichever way that um, you did not express when you booked the reading. I, I do that though. Like I will go ahead and if we do psychic, I'm still going to bring in past loved ones if they come. <laughs> that is just what I do, but that is me. So before the reading, I want you to look at any kind of reviews that they have either on Facebook, on their Google profile. That is really great. And so thank you for everybody who leaves me a review because that really helps out a lot. So you just want to look at them, making sure that they have like, you know, good stars, you know, maybe look at a couple of the comments, seeing if they resonate with you. Another way too is get referrals because that's a huge one because you need to find someone who is going to resonate with you, who vibes with you. Because if your energy is kind of like the same or, you know, you carry that same vibration, then what's going to happen is your friend who went to someone might have the same kind of energy as you. And then that psychic is going to be able to basically connect to you a little bit easier because the vibe is going to jive. <laughs> I just not thought of that. That's really cool. I should coin that. The, the, the vibe is going to jive. Okay. So look and see with any of their social media profiles or on their website, see if you have anything in common with them. So that's going to be the next thing. Like I actually had someone that um, talked to me recently too about, oh my gosh, like you mentioned about your son and that was the same thing as me. And that's the reason why that I booked you and things like that, because that is a sign too, that they could be the reader for you. 
Okay. The another one is going to be don't look at accuracy rates. If anybody has their accuracy rates on their website, I would just turn around and run, to be honest with you. And the reason being is because you know how hard it would be for a true authentic reader to know their accuracy rate. You know how many times I predict things in, in just one reading alone. And then I got to go back to that person and be like, hey, did this happen? This happened? This happened? <laughs> no. And so basically what you have to do is you're going to, sorry about this. I'm trying to like get what um, Spirit is saying to me um, a little bit more clear. So what you want to do is, you know, look through those comments and things, but you also have to know that the future is subjective. So it's like whatever is coming up is coming up for a reason. And we're going to get into that um, in the next section of this episode, which is why psychics are wrong, but just kind of know that accuracy rates are usually people who are either inexperienced. I hate to say this, this is my opinion. Okay. But this is what I have seen in all of my experiences. They're either scammers or very um, new still. It doesn't mean that they're not, they couldn't be possibly good, but they be, they are still too new to have realized that accuracy doesn't matter. Okay. So another thing to do before you get the reading is look for any coincidences that bring you together. Kind of like we talked about if you have things in common, but I want to see like all of a sudden you're, you get an email from them just as you're opening up your laptop or all of a sudden like their website comes up or you hear somebody talking about them or they, their name keeps on showing up with you. That is a sign that they are the person for you. Okay. The another one is more money does not always equal better. So you can't look at their rates and be like, oh, okay, they are charging this amount. And that is because they're really good. Do you know that Tony Robbins, he was like doing like life coaching and things like that. And he was charging a certain, you know, whatever fee. And then I don't know, he just worked on his money mindset, that kind of thing. And then he said, you know what? I am going to double my rates. He doubled his rates for no freaking reason. He didn't get any better and stuff like that. And guess what? He ended up getting more freaking clients because people thought that he was even better than, you know, the others. And so I thought that was really funny. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I've had people, my friends that have spent like, I swear to God, they have spent like four to $500 on a reading and it wasn't, I listen to them and I'm like, oh my gosh. So it doesn't mean that way. This also doesn't mean too, when someone is cheaper that they suck, you know? So you can't really go off of prices at all. Just have to bring that up. All right. The next one is ask for signs to see if they are the one. So now you're like, okay, I really think I want to, you know, invest in a reading with this person, but I'm not sure if they're the one. And so what you're going to do is literally ask, say, show me the sign for yes. Show me the sign for no. You have to go with the very first one that you get, because the thing is they might not necessarily be, you know, the wrong reader, but they're just not the time right now for you to get a reading. And the craziest thing happened, like, I don't even know, like, was it a couple months ago? I have this person who I read maybe twice a year or so, and she's a really wonderful, great client. And it was so funny because it was like 15 minutes before her reading. I was bombarded with readings all day. It was amazing readings, right? And as soon as I, you know, took a little bit of a break and my next reading was her, I was like, Oh my gosh. I called her up and I was like, Hey, I don't think I need to do this reading today. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I think that we need to reschedule. I was like, I feel like there's some things coming up. They're not letting me know exactly what I feel like you have to go down your own path. And so they're saying, Hey, to delay this reading. And she didn't want to delay it, of course. So we got on, we did like the half hour reading instead of the hour reading. And then sure enough, it wasn't even a week later. And she called me up and she was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. 
I got to tell you everything. So that was a really crazy. So just kind of know the yes and the no's. And it also might not just be that they are the right or the wrong reader, but it also could be that it's not the right time for you. Okay. I would also stay away from psychic hotlines if you're trying to get a reading. Now, if you are a person who is really into psychic mediumship and you want to start off, I would totally start off with the psychic hotlines. But with the psychic hotlines, what it is, is number one, those psychics are not making that much money at all. They're working basically for pennies. I've had several of these companies reach out to me and like, it is not worth it at all. It's like less than minimum wage. It is like so bad. I feel bad for those people, but it's great freaking experience if you are just starting off. And the reason why I say stay away from them is because a lot of times they're going to tell you what you want to hear, or they're going to tell you the quickest thing and not maybe the most accurate thing because they don't have time to beat around the bush. They don't have time to explain it a little bit to you. They might be accurate AF. Okay. They might be some of the most accurate people out there, but they might not be able to take the time to really explain to you like the whole entire situation. And then I've literally have been trained by people who have worked at psychic hotline and they're like, yeah, just make it up. If it's not coming to you or whatever, and they want to know this, then just make it up. And that is not a bad taste in my mouth. So if I were you, I would advise against that, but to each their own. Okay. Now we're going to talk about during a reading. Okay. Like what to expect, not really what to expect, but what to look out for to see like, okay, is this something that I really need to be paying attention to? Is this person really being honest and authentic with me? You know, can I trust what they're saying? And so one of the first things is, um, if they don't tell you things that you already know, so that's the thing. It's really easy to predict someone's future. If you're just throwing things out there that they can't confirm. And that's why I love mediumship. That's why I love bringing in past loved ones because it's like, I get that instant validation whether or not this is truly them. Does this make sense? Was your father like this? Was your mother like this? You know, is this the way that they passed? You know, I provide that evidence to where they're like, oh yes, you know? So those are things that they already knew that they can confirm so that I know, okay, I'm on the right, right wavelength. Like this is true. So making sure that during the reading, they're giving you things you already know so you can check off the box. You're like, okay, well, she was right about my mom and my dad and she was right about my work situation she was right about my personality that kind of thing she brought up some kind of evidence perfect so now i can trust her or him you know to give me the greatest insight and the most accurate insight for the future okay the next thing too is you shouldn't have to say really anything yes and no sometimes it does help out if you give a little bit more information you know just because sometimes i'm stuck like i don't understand what's going on like i'm trying to translate the best i can and i can't and then sometimes i'll be like okay let me help you out and they give me a little bit more of the story and then i'm able to connect those dots okay but you don't have to like tell me your whole life story and those kinds of things you shouldn't have to give them your birthday unless they're doing astrology or numerology on your birthday and you know honestly they don't even need your full name they should just be able to do your own name and they don't need a picture if they're doing a picture then that is someone who either works that way which is so they could definitely work that way but i feel like reading pictures is really easy <laughs> so i like to read energy because also pictures can be deceiving but that's my opinion uh those kinds of things and here's the thing when you are done with their reading First off, they shouldn't make you dependent on them. They shouldn't be saying things like, oh my gosh, yeah, so see me next week, you know, and we'll catch up. And then, you know, book um, four sessions with me this month and things like that, unless it's like a mentoring appointment. But they shouldn't make you be more dependent on them. And that just kind of brings me up to like another point is you, you, you know, it's, it's so much better to 
not get readings right away. Like you need to like maybe space them out. You know, I'm allowing people to book me a little bit sooner than a few months, maybe even, you know, if they need it, you know, once a month, once every two months, you know, that's, that's about it. Now, this is going to be so funny to you, but don't let the reader stay over the time and then guilt you into giving them more money. I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently that there are readers out there and I had experience with one of them that do that. So this is what happened. I went to a psychic fair. I felt really bad for this woman who had nobody sitting with her. I soon found out the reason why that nobody was sitting with her. So I sat with her and I felt like I was being held hostage. Okay. I mean, it was so crazy. It wasn't even a reading. And then she starts talking about COVID and everything. And then she pulls out a binder and now it's always a COVID freaking like lecture and stuff. And I'm just waiting for this 30 minutes to be over. Maybe it was even 20 minutes. I don't even know how long and I paid her beforehand. And so anyways, I feel like I'm being held hostage. I'm trying to like walk her through the reading and those kinds of things. She did pull some cards. So I'm trying to like read the cards myself, you know, take mental notes, trying to zone her out. And then she went over and then I felt so guilty with her going over, but she still wasn't even like halfway through the freaking card spread, you know, and I felt rude and I'm like, well, Heather, I start making excuses and stuff. So anyways, you know, I make excuses to stay with her. Anyways, I go ahead and I finally decide like, okay, you know, enough's enough. Like I have to go. I had to tell her. I literally text my husband. I'm like, hey, call me in five minutes because I have to pretend to leave. So that happened. And as I was getting up to leave, she looks at me and she was like, oh, did you already pay? And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I paid you before we sat down. And she gave me this look, this look of kind of disdain. And in that moment, I realized, oh my gosh, she is staying over the time so that I would give her more money. And now I have to tell you something. Sometimes, you know, if a reader does go over their time and things like that, sometimes it's cool to give a tip, like, thank you, because you're in the middle of something, or I asked you a question near the end and you took the time. That is awesome. That is that, that is cool. But the thing is, is that the time in which the reader spends with you, you know, the start time and the cutoff time, that's up to the reader. That's up to them. If I go ahead and I stay later in a reading, that's on me, y'all. Like I wanted to, I made that choice and you do not pay for me making that choice. You know, so with her doing that, that was a scammy thing to do. Very, very scammy. Do not fall for that. Hold your ground because that is not right. Now it's different. If you guys are in the middle of something, you know, that you guys are like talking or whatever. And then they say, Hey, don't worry about it. I can go over. So you can always watch out for the time too. And when you're going over, be like, Oh my gosh, I know our time's almost up. And then if the, if the reader says, Oh, don't, don't you worry about it then that's on them. So you don't have to feel bad. You know, if you feel civilly guilty, you want to give them a tip, that's fine or whatever. That's okay to do, but don't let them feel guilt you into it and don't fall for like the scam. Like I did. Well, I didn't, I didn't actually fall for it. I had so much anxiety in me about it that I was like, Oh my God, should I give her more money? I feel so horrible. And so I was like talking to people and then finally I decided not to. So that is my thing. Hopefully, you know, you might adopt it or at least take this story, make it your own and see like what you would do. Okay. Another thing about during the reading is sometimes the readers are inside their own head. Maybe they had a long day. Maybe you're at a psychic fair, those kinds of things, you know, maybe they accidentally judged you on the way that you looked like I had this one reading because I started doing, I started getting readings. Okay. Cause I started comparing myself to other people. It's something that you should not do, but I wanted to do that because I think that it helped me build confidence and it helped me still stay with readings. 
things. And I never really judged them for being wrong or whatever, but I just wanted to see how I measured up. So just like if you were like a singer, you're going to go to karaoke bars or whatever. You're going to go to concerts and stuff like that. It's just that kind of thing. I also wanted to see what kind of evidence that they would get versus the kind of evidence that I would get. So I sat down with this one woman. I still love her. I'm still on her email list. Oh my gosh. She put out the card spread and everything she said was wrong. (laughs) Everything was wrong. Like everything was like, I almost wanted to just like take a picture of the cards, the card spread. And I wanted to say to her, Hey, I got to go now, but you know, you, you know, you good, you know, it's all good. Like keep my money, all that stuff. Like it's, it's not nothing rude or anything like that, even though that would have been totally rude, but I'm like, you could take um, a break and stuff like that. Because I was like, this is, this is not right. Like she said so many crazy things. She was like, oh yeah, well, you're not married yet. And I'm like, oh no, I'm married. And then she was like, oh yeah. She's like, and, um, but you haven't married for very long at the time. I was like, well, we've married for eight years. And then she was like, yeah, I feel like you guys are having another baby. And I'm like, no, we're not. And she was like, yes, I really do feel another baby. And I'm like, "Mm, nope, I can't. And she was like, yeah, a lot of doctors say that you can't, but I feel like you can. And I'm like, well, I literally don't have a uterus. So mm, I don't have ovaries. I don't have fallopian tubes. I have nothing like my baby factory was confiscated and so you know so everything she said was like just like wrong I, just, I felt bad for her you know almost like a um a comedian bombing and that's going to happen sometimes they will bomb and it could be for different reasons and we're going to go over those reasons here in a minute but basically what my point was is that during the reading even if the the, the reader is wrong but you are seeing the cards, always take a picture of the card spread if she's doing card readings, because the cards that came out during that reading were completely bang on. She was just interpreting them the wrong way. So I just had to give you that little disclaimer so you can always get a card reading and then even read the cards yourself. And that's actually what I did. And it was a complete thing. I'm like, spirit will never, ever let you bring in the wrong messages through a divination tool. Like they will never have you pick the wrong card. It will always be the right card. That's the reason why I'm such a big card freak. Okay. So now we're getting into some really, really good topics, which is why psychics are wrong. Okay. So we probably all been there, you know, maybe we had a reading they said something was going to happen and it didn't, or didn't happen the way that it did. And you know, it's a big, huge thing. Now there are reasons why psychics are wrong. Even that I'm wrong. You know, first reason is we're freaking human. Okay. <laughs> we are human and we are trying to translate freaking energy and impression. We're trying to translate what your spirit guides are saying. Do you know how hard it is to talk to someone that is straight across the room from you. And it's a busy, busy room. You know, how hard it is to translate it. That's kind of like what it is like talking with spirit, except for they're not across the room. They're freaking in another dimension. You know how hard that is. So if you are a reader listening to this, give yourself some slack. You are an interpreter. Your language interpreter, just like how someone goes and interprets from English to Spanish and vice versa and things like that. But you are interpreting basically spirit guides and angels and God's freaking messages. It's like freaking crazy. Okay. So you can sometimes number one, over-translate. So this means that you get some impressions, you know, the, the reader gets impressions, whether it's a thought, a memory, you know, a vision and that kind of stuff. And they accidentally over-translate it. And there's tons of times where I did this. And one of the times is like a long time ago. I probably told the story a million times, but it was about peaches. I got into my own head and I was connected to this woman in spirit and I was like peaches. And then she brought me up peaches and I over-translated it. And instead of saying peaches, which is what she said, she just literally told me peaches. I said, oh, was she into canning things or, you know, like where they put the fruit in the cans and stuff or like from Georgia. And it's like, no, because Georgia is like the peach state. And they're like, no, I'm like, okay, I'm like, they just brought up peaches. 
and she was like, oh, that's the name of her dog. See how I over-translated that? But then finally I came back and I was like, okay, they said peaches. But if I wouldn't have said, you know, she just said peaches, then they, they would never have known, you know, like, no, she's not a canner. No, she doesn't like fruit. No, she's not from Georgia. So that's what could happen sometimes. The other times it's also misinterpreted. And so I'm not sure if this really um, is the same thing or not, but like I sitting down with this girl and like, I swear to God, I don't think she liked her reading at all. All right. And it was like, it's not my fault, but I knew that I was getting in good information and she really was wondering about work. And I remember seeing a gear like at a factory and I felt so stupid saying this, but I'm like, so do you work at a factory or something? And she's like, no. And I'd already told her that she was going to go to school. And then I seen this gear, which reminded me like a gear at the factory and like she left and stuff, but like, I still think that she kind of liked it because she kept in touch with me because then it was about six months later and she was like, Heather, oh my God, I ended up going back to school. Like you said, and I got my, um, personal training certificate or whatever it is. And I work at planet fitness and it has a gear is the, is their logo. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is so funny. So you can misinterpret it. And so low, she's not going to be working at a factory. She was working at planet fitness. So it's kind of cool how some things can come up like that. Okay. Another reason why psychics are wrong is because the course has changed. There is some things in life that are in stone, okay? There are some things that you have to check that box that your soul came down here to freaking learn, okay? But a majority of our life is free will. So when you are with a psychic, no matter what they say, well, maybe not all, maybe some of them are really better at noticing when those things are definite in your life. But basically, you have that free will and things can shift. The future is subjective. Okay. So that means it can change almost like on twilight. Okay. So you know how all of a sudden, you know, was Alice gets those visions and then all of a sudden it changes because it changes because people change because all of a sudden you are driving a car, but at any time you can go ahead and be on one road and with one turn, bam, you're down a different road. And that goes with good things and bad things. And that's the thing is that I can go ahead and be like, okay, right now, this is the path that you're on. And if this changes, then you could possibly go to this path. But if that doesn't change, then you can definitely not go down this path. Okay. So I get this a lot with like relationships and things, and I have been wrong in relationships. And another reason why that I've been wrong in relationship readings, and I'm going to um, tell you that another reason is because you needed to go down that road. That for some reason, your spirit guides led that psychic to believe that that person was that way or that was the correct road to go down. And then you go down that road and then it ends up in heartbreak and things like that. And the reason why that can happen is because your spirit guides, your, they say that, okay, you need to go down that road, that there was a lesson that needed to be learned there. There might've been like a karmic relationship that you needed to finally cut. There might've been, you know, an experience out of it. Almost like this, for example, if I would have went to a psychic when I first met my son's father, you know, they might've been like, oh my God, yes, he's a great guy and stuff like that. You definitely need to go with him. There's a lot of love there. And I can see you guys getting married maybe and those kinds of things. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. And then I meet him, which I did. And then I married him and then, you know, all that stuff, had a kid with him and stuff like that. And then it ends up horrible. It's a horrible, like whatever you're thinking, it's a way worse than that. And then I can look back and be like, oh my God, that psychic was wrong. Or was she or he, or was that psychic wrong? 
Or did that happen because I needed to go ahead and fulfill my soul contracts that I needed to experience that? And it's almost like many of us can relate to. It's like, then I wouldn't have my son, the one that I have right now, and things wouldn't have happened. And I tell you what, someone once told me that um, I have a big karma relationship with my ex. And that's so true. And I feel that many lives, like he kept me prisoner. And now I finally broke that, um, that cycle. And I wouldn't have broken that cycle if I would have went to the psychic and she would have told me, oh my gosh, yes, um, stay away from him. So sometimes you have to trust that process that you are being led and guided wherever you're at, okay, in your life. All right. Another reason why that psychics are wrong is because they're not the right psychic for you. Kind of like what we already talked about with, you know, your vibe has to jive. Like I have been with people too, that like the, the freaking evidence is at like, oh my God, like jaw dropping. I am like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I don't give myself credit. I give spirit credit because I feel like they do a lot of the work and there's been times though, where I'm like, man, I am not the right reader for this person because I might be too Looney Tunes. I might be too ADD. They might not be able to follow along with me. They, they, it just doesn't, it just clashes. And then what happens if that happens is that I just go ahead and I say, okay, you know, I will um, recommend it to someone else. Usually I always go ahead and I try again, at least try twice and things like that. Or I'll be like, hey, I'm not the right reader for you. You got to go to someone else. Literally, I think it was today, someone was reaching out to me and they were like, oh, Heather, um, I want to book a reading. And I want to know, like, what would they say? Oh, I want to know I'm going to get married. I want to know if I'm going to have kids. I know if I want all these things. And I'm like, I'm not the right reader for you. I'm not, I'm not that type of person. I'm not the type of reader. I'm more of a reader. That's more about like busting through the blocks, overcoming challenges. Why are you where you're at? You know, what did you come into this earth with? You know, how did your, you know, your childhood affect you and things like that? And what's going on with you now? And, you know, what are some ways that you can change and get into like a better, happier state? And, you know, those are kinds of what I am into. And then also definitely more onto mediumship too, with like bringing your past loved ones and them offering like life advice and things like that and, you know, definitely helping you out um, in those kinds of ways. And, but there are those psychics who are very much into, you know, predicting the futures and maybe they do have high accuracy rates and things like that, but you have to like, know, like, okay, are they the right ones? You know, and sometimes you might get the wrong one. Like I remember this woman, she like absolutely loved me. Her freaking reading was bang on. This was a long time ago. And then she referred me to her friends and they all hated me. And I could tell that they hated me even during the readings, you know, and I did everything I could. I'm like, here's a refund, you know, like here's some recommendations. I did everything and they still hated me. And it's because I wasn't right for them. And come to find out they were big, like psychic people too. Like they went to a whole bunch of psychics and everything. And those kinds of people who become dependent on them, they are going to be harder to read because it's almost like, think about it this way. A psychic reading is like a phone call. Okay. And you're calling the other side and if they keep on getting the same phone calls with the same freaking questions about the same things and things aren't changing, oh my God, they're not going to put that much effort in because they're going to be like, I've already freaking talked to you about this. Like I'm going insane. <laughs> like how would you like it if someone kept calling you up and they're not changing anything, they're just wanting advice and you keep on giving them the same freaking advice over and over again and they're not taking it. <laughs> And so I'm not saying that like anyone on here is like that, but they were going, I don't even know, maybe even a couple times a week. Okay. So, but if you, if you have someone that you like really trust and you, you know, go ahead and you tap in, you know, every week or whatever, like that little bit, that's fine, you know, but what the, the goal is, 
is for you to become more efficient to where you don't need the psychic. I am literally working every day, trying to work myself out of a job. My goal is so that no one has to have another psychic reading before again, like they become their own psychics. And of course, you know, from time to time, you might have to get validation and things like that, or you know, just kind of like a fun experience being like, okay, what else do they have to say to me? But more on that day-to-day and even weekly operation, that is going to be more of you becoming your own psychic. All righty. So now and one more thing before we go on to places to look other than Google is going to be why seconds get it wrong. And that is going to be that you need to learn discernment. I learned this one when this guy was bringing my grandmother through in spirit and he made her sound so mean and everything else. And I totally hated it. And I cried and everything else. And I went back to my psychic circle and I was like, you guys, why in the world was this like this? And they were like, how do you need to learn discernment? So discernment is going to help you decide who you are going to listen to. Are you going to give your power away to someone else and what they say? Or is it going to be about you and what you say? Just because he was a psychic medium does not mean all of a sudden that he was right and that my grandma was a bitch. Excuse my language. She was not. Okay. So now I need to trust in myself and be like, okay, I know me. I'm good. Just because he has that title does not mean that his thoughts or whatever like that matters more. And then I started learning after that the importance of discernment. Because I was taking any person who had psychic abilities, mediumship abilities, call themselves an intuitive or whatever. I took whatever they said as gold. And then I started learning, wait a second, no, my thoughts, my words are gold, right? So we have to pay attention more to ourselves and use that discernment. So sometimes during a reading, spirit will bring that up. Spirit will be like, okay, she needs to learn discernment. So we're going to allow this to happen inside of the reading. Okay, so now we are going to go to places to look other than Google. Okay, so instead of like Googling, you know, psychic mediums and things like that, there's obviously the very obvious one, which is Facebook. So you go ahead and you search, you know, psychic mediums, things like that, maybe even intuitives and Intuitives are going to be the same as psychic and mediums, but a lot of times they don't want to call themselves a psychic, but technically they just use their own body basically as a tool. And so sometimes they might use other tools too, like pendulums and um, cards and that kind of thing. And just so you know, you don't need any tools, but they are really fun to have. And they can also validate what you're getting. That could be a whole nother podcast on itself. So an Instagram too. You guys, I do not have a big Instagram following. I don't think I even have a big following at all. It's just that I had created this awesome community of peeps. And like, I don't even think of anyone that follows me as followers. I feel like you're just part of our tribe. You know, you're part of our little group. And I just want to give all of us a hug. Like, I wish that we could all meet in like a like one little building and then just have some fun together. So Instagram is still a big one, even if you don't, even if they don't have um, big followers and things like that. So this girl... All right. I love her to death. She ends up becoming one of my like soulmate clients and those kinds of things. I have so many soulmate clients. I just, oh, I'm so blessed. So just thank you so much for listening. It just reminds me of how awesome um, my tribe is, our tribe is, our community is. So anywho, she goes ahead and she does psychic medium shirts, uh, shirts, shirts, <laughs> search on Instagram. And she finds this, um, I, I think it was probably like a really awesome psychic who had like I, lots of followers and everything else. She was so cool. And she booked an emergency reading with her. Well, get this. 
she totally scammed this girl. Okay. The girl never got the money back or anything else like that. Totally ghosted her, like emailed her one time. And no, it wasn't one of those scams either. It wasn't one of those scams where it's actually a scam artist. This is actually a true, real, bona fide psychic medium that I was about to reach out to. Maybe I even did reach out to, cause I don't know. Cause I was like, you're taking advantage of this girl. That was wrong. And I mean, I think that she spent like $400 or something. It was crazy. So anywho, so then she gets stiff with that girl and then she goes on to Instagram and she types in psychic medium and I come up. How in the world did I come up when she's like in like another state far away from me and everything? Like how in the world? And it's just so crazy because I don't have that big following. So you know that it's meant to be. So Instagram is still a good place. And so then even if you, you know, go ahead and Google search it or not Google search it, but Instagram search it. And then you see someone and you think about it, like, why are they coming up on my feed? Like they don't even have a big following they haven't posted in like a week or whatever it is that could be your sign that they are your your person all right another one is going to be psychic fairs if you can go to them because then you can actually feel the energy you know you get an in-person one those kinds of things that could actually really help out a lot definitely shield your energy before you go okay another one is going to be uncommon goods Okay, so Uncommon Goods is a place where you can go and get really cool, different gifts. I think I shared it in the um, Christmas episode, Christmas gifts. And so they actually have psychic readings on there. So I thought that was a really cool place. And then also you have Etsy. And I think I've talked about Etsy before where my friend actually gifted me a past life um, reading. And that was just like really fun. It was very entertaining. And so that's kind of fun. That really is. And I think they actually do videos too on there as well. So there is some of those ways that you can find a psychic medium for you other than Google. And then if you are a reader, maybe there's some places that you can think about getting one. They're even having like Reiki and maybe in Pranic Healers too on Groupon now too. So definitely check out that, um, that site as well. Okay. So thank you for joining me. I hope that you had fun learning about what to do before the reading, like how to find the right reader for you, you know, what to look for during the reading, why psychics are wrong sometimes, and then places to look other than Google. I hope it just inspires you and maybe it is time for a reading or maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be one of your friends that just, you know, is little, has little ants in her pants or never has tried it before. I think that at least everybody has to try it at least once. Okay. At least once, just get it out of your system you know, and then you can check it off your bucket list. Okay, guys, I will see you on Monday for our next podcast episode. But I do hope that you join me on Sunday for Coffee and Cards, where we will have Lainey from the Food Healing Oracle deck. I know that you guys absolutely love her. She's a fourth generation intuitive. She is off her rockers with, oh my gosh, her abilities. And she is going to be using the second helpings food healing oracle deck so whether it is you're looking for nutrition advice to get your health a little better or you really are wanting to get some spirit messages it's just so much fun and i think that i love coffee and cards even more when there's um more than just me because guess what i get to hang out with you guys more in the comments and join the and join the club a little bit and don't worry the coffee and cards club is coming out very very soon so excited about it it is going to be off the freaking hook and if you go into the rise into your power group on facebook i did put some screenshots of what it looks like. All right. I love you. Mean it. And I will talk to you soon.